How you doing, guys? What's up, buddy? Right on. I just oh. heard, already heard. You're, you're, you were in, 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 what was it, Phoenix, Arizona? Yes. Yeah. And then I thought you guys were, are you, where are you guys at? In LA? Oh, I, I wish, dude. We're, we're, we're stuck in Germany. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. This is where we're from, right? We're, we're from this like small town here in Germany called Gutterslow. And, and, and LA is our second home. It's been my second home ever since I was 10 or something. So like 22 years or something. Okay. Because the, the guy that you just talked to, that's my dad. Yeah. Uh, he's also a producer and, 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 and manager and, and whatnot. And um, he used to be a pro skater in the 80s. So I kind of grew up down there in California. Okay. Well, I probably watched your dad skate quite a bit because i used i mean i probably still have at least 30 or 40 thrasher magazines and i still have all my decks and all that so right on do you have one of his decks not one of his i'm sorry (laughs) all Uh, right hey we gotta leave (laughs) (laughs) if you don't like all of the family it's it's not gonna happen (laughs) Um, (laughs) Just, just kidding man so listen, let's let's get into this. Um, the Major Minor Collective. This is a lot different than what you guys have done in the past. Um, maybe not sound well. Actually, even sound wise, because every song has really its own entity um, and almost its own style to it. Um, was I guess my first question is 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 how did we come up with this idea of doing all these compilations? Um. Well, you know, creativity is a is a funny creative thing. It 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 needs you need to be in a situation where you feel like you're out of control or where you need to be creative to get out of it. So people felt cold, so they found a way to to to, to control fire. That's how creativity creativity works, right? You, you just a, a bread is boring. You put stuff on it, and all of a sudden, it becomes a really delicious sandwich, and so on. And uh, uh, what I'm trying to say is, there's a pandemic. We're playing 200 shows a year, all over the world. Have been traveling for years. Have never unpacked or anything like that. And all of a sudden, it takes a pandemic to make us stop touring, and we're stuck back home here in Germany. Um, I'm thinking, shit, what do we do now? And all of a sudden, all these ideas ideas pop up and and we're thinking about what can we do how can we make the best out of a situation like this we had a feeling from a very early on from a very early stage on that um this might take a little longer than just one or two months you know like like a lot of bands out there thought this is just going to be a couple weeks and then we're back on the road we had a feeling this this might take a little longer and we have our own studio here our whole own thing we all live together so none of the um, loss that came up with the shutdown and with uh, social distancing that wasn't a problem for us because we're living together anyway so we had our chance to just kind of lock ourselves down and, and be just you know going with the flow and what happened was we just wrote a shitload of songs that we felt like fuck we can't even we can't even write lyrics and and, and do the whole thing you know there are a lot of the songs were just missing something and we just didn't know what it was so we it started out with the idea of let's reach out let's see what other artists might have uh, uh that we we don't see in this song right now 
And, and so this is kind of how it started. We've written down a, a list of, of artists that we're into and we just kind of reached out. We just had this like secret homepage of these songs that we felt like need more attention or need a little extra. And, and we just kind of reached out and said, hey, Dennis Luxon of Refused, uh, what do you think? Well, can well, you have a feeling for this? And and he picked a song and he's like, what about this? And we just immediately fell in love with it. And this is kind of how that snowball effect kind of started. So you didn't have each song specifically written for an artist. You actually let them kind of decide which one they wanted to be a part of. hundred percent. No, we did. We didn't even tell them, Hey, why don't you choose that song? We just told them here's a, I think it was 19 songs at some mm-hmm. point on, on this like homepage. And uh, we just took totally let them do their thing with it. We didn't even tell them what to do with it or what song to pick. It was their choice and their choice where they want to take it. And that was the most interesting part. Cause like, it was like Christmas, like waiting for your presence to come when, 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 when we were downloading their files, you know, and that was a cool moment. And it was, it was challenging too, right? Philip and I have never been professional musicians, even though we're now making our money doing music, but, but music has always just been a tool to express what was going on in our hearts. And, you know, never, I can't play a chord to this day and I'm the guitarist in the band, but you know, for me, it's just a tool to, 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 to express art, you know? And, 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 and so it was cool to now, I don't know, massage the the producer self that we have in us, right? It's a different thing when Philip and I produce our own albums when when he goes, hey Finn, that sucked. Do that one more time. Or if I tell him, I think you can do better, it's that's one thing. But to tell Lizzie Hale that it would be cool to do some overdubs because we feel like we need a little more power in a chorus or something like that. It takes a lot of balls. <laughs> it takes a lot of balls and it takes a lot of um I don't know, something that we have never felt before to tell people that we really look up to, to tell them that we feel like they can do better. Were they pretty much open to it? I mean, it seems like, especially with the, I mean, every song has really got a lot of personality and emotion into it. So I'm assuming they received everything pretty well and were the going back and forth with the, with the rearranging and changes, it seems like they were pretty receptive. Oh yeah, no, totally. And and I mean, we're talking about pros here, right? All of the artists that we work with were completely into the idea and did a great job from the beginning on. It wasn't like we had to tell them a lot of things that we felt like wanted that we wanted to change. It wasn't all bullshit. It was perfect most of the time. The way it came, it was more like uh, they were opening up this new door that now made us realize where the song can be. And it made us have new ideas of things we could also have in there. Right. Right. When Lizzie, the take that you hear in the song that we did with Lizzie Hale, the song Rebel, uh, uh, for instance, um, that is one take. That's the first take she sent her sent us. And it was just mind blowing to hear that. And then to be like, Oh my God, now we have all these overdub ideas and like uh, um, um, melodies and, and, and whatnot. So we just kind of told her about that idea. And that's just, you know, awesome how these people just translate that immediately into exactly what you had going on in your mind or even cooler, even better, or, you know, that, that was, that was a cool experience to have that, um, artist working with another artist collaboration feeling. Um, you said you had about 19 songs. Um, does that mean there's, 
it's just the way that we work, right? It's, 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 we, there's songs that take forever. There's songs that take minutes and, and, and there's songs that just kind of never finish. It's, it's weird. You know, we had that discussion the other day uh, when, when, when people go, uh, oh, that super mega hit, whatever it is, I wrote that song in two minutes. What does that mean to write a song? It's often just that melody. It's often yeah. just that little hook that you had in your mind that we're talking about. And yes, that can that can be a fast process, but it's never fast a fast process to write that song from range yeah the whole arrangement the whole how are we producing it what are we doing here what are we doing here i mean just a snare just the sound of the snare dude that can take a while to, to get that figured out and then you were yeah you recorded that one day you listen back to it the next day it sucks so what i'm trying to say is some of the songs just need a lot more attention and we kind of took the shortcut here and we're like, hey, uh, musically, we're done with these songs. We love the way that they turned out. It's just now a matter of vocals. And that's yeah. what kind of opened that door, right? So when you do um, albums that aren't compilations, your stuff previously, is it always been the music and then the lyrics? Or no, that's no, yeah, that's no, that's funny. And and uh, no, often it's both at the same time. Some songs I just do vocally, not in words, more like in something's going on, and yeah. then I'll just have to find a way to make music out of whatever's going on there. Sometimes Philip and I just talk about something, right? We have uh, we often talk a lot, we often talk a lot about visuals, right. We got this scene going on in our heads. So let's write a soundtrack to that. Like, or there's a song called Inner Demons on Home is a Heartache. Um, it's it's about, because I've been struggling, still am, but got it under control. But at that time I was struggling with severe panic attacks, anxiety and stuff like that. And it was just taking control of me and it was on tour and I just, fought through it it was a crazy time getting rashes every day and it was it was really <laughs> it peaked at a point where luckily the tour ended but i was a mess after that and i told philip about those panic attacks i told them how they come up and how what happens and how everything just becomes mush and you just have this brain fog and you, your heart is pumping and then it slowly fades away i just told him about the whole process of that panic attack and we just without never ever singing a melody to him or playing one we just kind of looked at each other going let's play a panic attack and that's what the song inner demons is it's it's one take first take it's what it is it's philip and i having a panic attack together it was quite an interesting moment so we have songs that are written like this too where you know nothing is planned let's just fucking put press the record button and let's just go for it and make art i mean special and, and and very cool moments and probably the reason why we're doing what we're doing but also we love the process of let's try to make this song very very listenable to a lot of people you know that's something that we're attracted to a lot as well you know find, let's find a hook let's try to make this sound easy on the ear because you know making something sound easy is usually the hardest part yeah 
So then your creative process is all over the place, which is kind of interesting because a lot of people go for a consistent method on how they write songs. But you guys are kind of like, you know, if we feel it, we do it and we run with it. So that's pretty cool. Let's take control. Here's the magic. Here's the magic. Here's the soul. 
are you you're not your dad does some of the producing but basically it's the three of you that do the producing right you're not you're as far as that's concerned you're kind of self-produced so to speak i think we're all equally uh, um what's the word i'm missing here we're equally involved involved, involved in, the, yeah. in, the, in the producing process uh, he's definitely definitely more more in the engineering part of, of things he's definitely part of the songwriting as well definitely yeah. i don't I mean, i'm not even talking that that uh, i don't want to uh, talk him out of that part he's really important to that i really we both really trust him in in that you know we we usually throw ideas at him and it's it's like he's got he, he's got this little we call it the magic salt and he just puts that stuff over things and and w when that sprinkle hits those those ideas it usually becomes a very delicious meal <laughs> but um with engineering philip and i just suck like everything when it comes to that stuff i mean we're getting better and better and he tries to teach me all these things i keep telling him as soon as this studio is mine i'm using this mixing desk as a really good laptop um um uh, what do you say yeah good laptop stand because i don't know shit about this mixing desk and it's like this super expensive neumann mixing desk and, and it's like vintage and fancy and whatnot he just he just looks at me he's like no nah, man you got to learn how to how to use this i got to teach you i'm like i don't know man i'm really not into it well and you said you don't you don't i mean you're not you're musically inclined but you said that you don't have a lot of knowledge of music so it's all just i mean it just takes time for something like that. But that's interesting because, so I guess my next question is, is how did you get into this? Um, if you didn't take, I mean, obviously you didn't take lessons. You kind of self-taught, I'm assuming. Everything's self-taught. And I think it's the philosophy that Philip and I have been following forever now in life, but mostly learned that through the band was knowing what we don't want. That was the most important thing. It opened so many doors and we were open for those um, 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 doors that opened for those roads that came up, the opportunities that come up that you just need to take, you know? It's it's often bands get caught up thinking they know what they want and they have to follow that one road and it will take them wherever they want to go. But what happens is usually when you have this goal where you want to be and you feel like it's that one way that you need to t take to get there is you're forgetting about all the stuff on the way. And usually all there is, is that way is the process of things and, and take the opportunities that come up while you're going there. And you'll probably arrive at the same goal, but you will just have a lot more fun on the way. And you will probably have a lot more, get a lot more experience and, and, and all that stuff, right? So Philip and I had the goal of traveling as much as we could, doing what we love, hang out, because we're hanging out every day anyway. So that was all kind of what we wanted. And to be in a kind of successful band, because it has to be successful in a way to make a life happen out of it, right? So that was the goal. And let's just find ways to, to make that happen. And it, it, we're just enjoying it every second of it and it's a lot of fun it's a lot of hard work but we love the hard work we love that part right when you do something that you love it, it doesn't even feel like work you know it just feels like you're fulfilling your life with everything that you're doing here 
And so, yeah, it's a lot of fun. But like I said, it's 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 the knowing what we didn't want in the especially in the beginning. And it's and, and even now, you know, you, you can waste so much time doing shit that you thought was so important. But, you know, going with time, going with whatever's changing and everything and seeing maybe there's new doors that open up. All of a sudden you're at a party and there's like this this guy that can maybe help you out to you know, to, 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 I don't know, get that really important show or talk to this really big label. And, you know, this is kind of how all these things opened up for us. And, and, you know, yeah, I can only recommend everyone to do that because it really helped us. Yeah. Um, and I know you guys took a little hiatus for a while, um, and kind of hung back and worked on, we worked on motorcycles and, you know, kind of took a little break from music. When you did that, was there a little bit of a fear or concern that you would not go back to music? I think that I, I think that fear that you're talking about is something that every artist has 24-7. <laughs> I think it's part of the deal. It's part of the deal to have that. It's 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 the fuel that gets that train going. Yeah. Right. It's it's kind of what you need. If you don't have that, you just start become really, really boring. You just be, become you just become a fucking lousy, boring blues band playing the same stuff every night. And it's there's nothing exciting about that part. Um, so that fear to keep going, that hunger, that that whatever you want to call it. I think that's our fuel that keeps us going, you know, to just be like, dude, if we, if we, if we don't work hard today, you know, we might be forgotten tomorrow. And at the same time, we try not to give a fuck about that shit either, you know? So it's, it's and like everything in life, finding that middle path, know about the fear, but also know about how to control it, you know, yeah. no, just know how to, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's a carb. You need to be, you need to have that carburetor that ha, that can, that can, that can, you know, that can be like, all right, so fear is the gasoline and then uh, control or a good mindset is the air. And now we need to find the right, how do you say, the mix, uh, what's the, the, mix. the mix, the right yeah. mix to get, to throw it into the engine and then put a spark plug in between and see where this engine is going. You know, what's really funny is I was waiting at some point in time. I knew there was going to be some form of a motorcycle analogy to what you guys do. <laughs> I'm assuming that's the second love, right? Yeah, it is. I mean, I think, I think the number one love and where everything comes from is, is skateboarding. Cause this is kind of, our whole mentality, our whole way of living, our whole approach and everything is the skateboarding approach is, and, and I'm not talking about Ever Levine singing about a skater boy or something like that. <laughs> I don't even want to talk down on Ever Levine and skater boy, but there's something about a skateboarder's mindset. I'm not talking about a guy that likes skateboarding or, or uh, enthusiast, enthusiast, what's the word? Whatever. Uh, do you know what I mean? An Enthusiasm. Enthusiast. <laughs> Sorry, man. I'm sorry. Still not my mother tongue here, but no, uh, you're I'm good. trying. I'm trying. And it's you just are one or you're not. And it's a different it's a different view on 
on this world. It's it's you just pass. You don't just pass a staircase. You look at the staircase differently as a skateboarder. You just walk past a boardwalk, a sidewalk, or you, you don't you don't just see a rail you just see something else you don't see a bank and don't think how skatable is it you don't you don't watch a bench just stand there you'd be like how can i skate it it's it's all these things that come up with it and then the style and then looks and graphics and what set of wheels and and and, and all those things that come up with it the art the 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 lifestyle it it it, it is a different mindset and that mindset kind of is in everything that we do the way we approach music the way we approach motorcycles and everything and we're unlike motorcyclists among motorcyclists we're unlike musicians among musicians we're unlike skateboarders among skateboarders it's like we're nowhere really home but we're also home everywhere so it's like we did a whole album about this called home is a heartache. It's like, we're never home. You know, we never arrive with the things that we're doing, but also in life in general, Germany's our home, but we miss the States when we're not here. When we're in the States, we miss, we miss Germany. When we're on the road, we miss both. You know, it's, it's crazy.
Travel restrictions-ish, yeah. and yeah, I don't know. Not really. It's not really in lockdown mode anymore, but it kind of is. Like we can't travel to the states right now, um, but we can travel. Like I'm going to Spain next week with my wife, and we'll have a vacation and stuff like that. So it, it is pretty doable. We're starting. We just played our very first show. We're playing our next show this Saturday. So it's kind of starts rolling. You know? Do you have you have a tour coming up? Correct. Is yeah, that- it's next next year. That's a European yeah. tour, and we're already talking about a U.S. tour. Okay, so with the songs that you have on this, is how, how would you perform something like that? If because obviously you can't have every single one of these vocalists on. Yeah. Do you just have guest singers? Do you guys do the lyrics, or is that something that hasn't been planned yet? It kind of hasn't been planned yet. It's the only idea that's out there is whenever we're on tour with one of the artists that's on the album, we could play a song with them together that, or maybe two and have like a feat, like a special song, a cover version of something, whatever. Um, we could also, we're, you know, I mean, all the artists that are on this album are mostly friends that we made on the road anyway. Right. So yeah. you meet on festivals and stuff like that. So yeah. there's a bunch of stuff that we could make happen in the future where festivals could have us, you know, uh, where we could play songs together with those artists when we play together, or we could do um something like our own version of a song which is i don't know it's something that I came to my head the other day which i thought why not you know it's kind of interesting to see what how we're approaching the song you know a song that people already know like the song uh karina karina with neil fallon that was a song that was already finished from our side right uh-huh. i have lyrics for that song he doesn't know about that he has never even heard my version of the song but we're singing about the same topic the song that I wrote was called uh, Will You Remember Me When Everything's Gone? And he sings about heartache and Karina Karina. So it's like it's 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 funny how music can translate the same message. So that's another idea. And then the other day, this interviewer had the idea to do a big mojo or something. Like yeah, that. either do a tour all together or do one festival or where we're just kind of have a bunch of the bands or the artists that have with their bands play on that festival and have the grand finale be let's perform the album collaboration that would be amazing to see that would be amazing but i don't know man we're just lazy motherfuckers (laughs) so it's probably not going to happen man well never say never dude never say never but we're lazy dude (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the beauty of music is that you can kind of work at your own pace at most of the time yeah true can't you see i'm working i'm posting something for us but you've been, <laughs> i've been i've been hearing a bunch of weird ass fucking music that sounds like tiktok bullshit for the last two hours no i'm working <laughs> <laughs> well even just even just hanging out with the guitar a bottle of whiskey at a bonfire you're just messing around it's like oh, i'm just trying to come up with some riffs you know <laughs> exactly <laughs> trying to make a living here dude <laughs> um 
obviously I was going to ask if you guys test yourself with different sounds, but that's almost a stupid question. But do you, um, as you get further on, uh, do you plan on trying more instruments and more sounds and using, you know, different ways to kind of get your sound as you progress? Yeah, all the time. Like um, at some point there was a piano. All of a sudden there was a mandolin. Philip is yeah, like building that, his yeah. own percussions. We found weird percussions on tour in, in weird stores. Um, <laughs> these awesome fans of ours, uh, they're Native Americans that live in Montana. They actually, they... Um, with their families, actually their mother, they build some instruments for us that are uh, actually, you can hear them on pretty much every album now. Much as of, yeah, yeah. Yeah, since the first album on, we've been using those, um, which is amazing, you know, to have people be like, I think this would sound great for you guys. And, and they just gave us these these awesome percussions that you wrap around your hand and legs and stuff. And it was just amazing. Um, then also, you know, with the, with that last album now with the major minor collective, what happened was we kind of built our own Trojan horse and actually rode it into our town uh, uh, with trying out all those new sounds and techniques. And Philip who has never used cymbals on his drums now used cymbals. And what happened was, we realized, oh shit, it still sounds like us, you know? Bands often fear when they change their techniques, that filter that they somehow think everything has to go through to make anything sound like them uh, uh, has these certain rules. And we just kind of pushed the boundary, the, the boundaries here a little. And, and what happened was we realized, hey, it's still us. You know, it's obviously in our fingers and everything we touch will always eventually sound like us. So we're a lot more open after this album to to try out even more, you know, to yeah. just go bonkers and try shit out. Okay. Um, what about other members of the band? Because it's obviously it's just the two of you. Um, you don't necessarily have a bass player. Is that something where you might incorporate it sometime? Or are you more comfortable with just you two? Because it seems like, there's some chemistry that you definitely don't want to mess with. Yeah, I think I think a third party would definitely have its problems with trying to come in between this thing that we got going on, right? It's like it's 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 special, right? It's 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 not it's, it's more than friends, it's more than brothers, it's more than freaking marriage, you know? It's like almost like he's he, we're like one, right? It's it's yeah. really weird. Um, it's, it is weird. It is cool. It's awesome, but it's definitely weird because you know, for, from from out people from outside, they're always like, "Man, you're just you're just one for for, for our friends. We're one, right?" It's, yeah. it's, it's like this weird thing, but it's cool, and we love that. And I don't really see that happening. I mean, we used to have a bassist in the beginning. We also had like two albums out with him and stuff. Yeah. It was also called the Picture Books. But it was just a different thing. And then he kind of Yoko, Yoko owned us. And it was all kind of, he's still our best friend, Tim. He was at our show the other day and, and with tears in his eyes and loved it. And, and, you know, he wishes us all the best and we wish him all the best. We hang out with him all the time, but he kind of said the same thing. He's like, there's no chance to get anywhere between you guys. You know, it's, yeah. you do what you do. And I just found my Yoko Ono and went that direction. And, you went your direction. It was the best thing that ever happened. Yeah. 
Yeah, because I mean, there is a big change in the last couple albums, um, and you can see it or hear it. I guess would be a better. Dude, <laughs> dude, I'm not, there, there's bass on the albums. Yeah, you know, it's just it's just me that plays the bass, you know, yeah. and, and and it's it's definitely on there. It's not a bass that is very unique, and it's not a bass that you would miss live. But I think live wise, we will never have some. I don't know. Maybe we will, but for now, we don't need someone on there. We'll probably have to change songs a little bit to make them a live version. But I love that. I love going to shows and get a different version of a song. If I just want to have to listen, if I just want to listen to a song the way it is, I listen to the song back in the car. But if I see the show, I want to see a live show. I want to see what what's what's that song today. Yeah. You no, know, and and so I love that when that happens. And I think the the bass, the frequency bass. It's the last thing that you will miss on a picture book show because this motherfucker hits them drums so hard and they're big and whatnot. I even have a freaking bass amp as a guitar cap. So, you know, it's 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 not something that people miss on, on our live shows. It's just, you know, it's it would just I don't know. It would just take a lot of time for us to have that third person on, on stage. And yeah. if, if if anything, I don't think it would be a bass. It would probably be a different I don't know, a different instrument than the bass. Yeah, piano or something like that. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of bands out um, lately that are really just guitar and drums that have been doing pretty well. So, yeah, I mean, it's, I feel bad for bass players. Yeah. <laughs> They're not going to be able to have jobs. It's kind of like having... It's it's like having the uh, the your self check at the uh, at the grocery store. You know? It's like you know, whatever. it's just so convenient, right? We just go to the next red roof. You know, one room. You know, got it. <laughs> split the money in half that you make that night. It's it's very simple. You know, I mean, there's like five people in a band. Gosh, dude, I would just I would definitely kill at least one of them as of the first week, and they'd be all dead at, after two weeks because I. You know, it's it's, it's got to be hard. My dad used to be when he used to be in bands. One of his bands was five people, and I I, I, I would be probably going freaking bananas. I, I couldn't fucking. And that's another thing with Philip and I. It's like we share a room, and for me, it doesn't even feel like there's someone else in the room. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't know. It's, it's 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 really weird how that is the case. You know, it's just we've been together for such a long time now. And, and did all these things together it's i don't know we sometimes don't talk for hours and it feels like we had complete conversations never <laughs> thanks for the conversation dude i didn't talk for three hours motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> i can only imagine you guys with other people when you just look at each other and you know what you're thinking and you start laughing or something, and everybody else is like what the hell's going on and, oh nothing you would get it <laughs> <laughs> didn't you hear him say <laughs> yeah probably that's funny all right well i love this album uh and actually i've been a fan for a while uh for everything awesome. you guys Thank have done you. uh it was very much a pleasure to get to talk to you especially on this album because uh this concept um and using all these different people and the way each song has its own like i said identity uh, is amazing. Uh, I, you know, hopefully you guys will do something like that similar, but then again, on the other side, I hope you guys still do some stuff where it's just the two of you. And, and because all of that 
tends to work. So it was exciting to talk to you guys because I was always curious how the chemistry worked with with two of you. Uh, like I said, I've talked to some other bands in the past and, and it's it's always interesting to see because like you said, you know, a lot of bands are three, five people and um, it's such a different way to see where that creativity comes from. So I really wish you guys the best. I hope you can get on tour and everything works out with that. I can't wait to see you guys in the States. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you so much for the nice words. I'm glad you like the album. Thank you for... Uh, um, yeah, uh, uh, having interest in what we're doing for obviously a longer time now. And 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 I can't wait to come come back to the States either. Can't wait to go back on tour. Can't wait to go back to Phoenix. Really yeah. fell in love with the place. I look at Phoenix or Arizona every day with my wife on a highway somewhere in the Saguaro oh. desert. Okay. And, and uh, uh, me and my wife uh, uh, are probably the biggest Arizona fans out there. And um, yeah, can't wait to come back. And next time we're out there, we definitely got to hang and, yeah. and I don't know, have some, some good for us, vegan food. I don't know if, what, what you're into, but we will try to have some good food in Arizona and, and have a good time. Plenty of places here. I'd be glad to take you. Awesome, awesome, man. I can't wait. I know you guys have a good Whole Foods in Phoenix. I've been in there in one of them once. Yes, there's many of them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right? Yeah. yeah. All right, man. Well, good talking to you. And All right, good talking to you. Hey, thank you very much, guys. Awesome, man. Have a good one. All right, you too. Talk to you later.